Hi, this is John Butters, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500 and is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. Then we'll discuss two topics of the week for this week's podcast. First, we'll look at the expected earnings decline for the S&P 500 for full year 2020. How large is the earnings decline projected for this year? Second, we'll look at the bottom-up target price for the S&P 500 for 2021. Do industry analysts believe the S&P 500 will close next year at or above 4000 But first, let's look ahead to the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500. To date, analysts and companies have been more optimistic than normal in their estimate revisions and earnings outlooks for the fourth quarter. As a result, expected earnings for the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter are higher today compared to the start of the quarter. Despite this increase, the index is still expected to report the third largest year-over-year decline in earnings over the past 10 years due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Earnings growth is projected to return in 2021. In terms of estimate revisions, analysts have increased earnings estimates in aggregate for the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter to date. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure earnings per share estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, it is an aggregation of the earnings per share estimates for all 500 companies in the index into a single earnings per share estimate for the entire index. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the fourth quarter has increased by 3.3% since September 30th. Now, this is unusual because in a typical quarter, the bottom-up EPS estimate decreases by 4-5% to during the quarter. In terms of guidance, more S&P 500 companies have issued positive earnings per share guidance for the fourth quarter than average. When looking at corporate guidance, we typically compare the estimate provided by the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the company guidance. If the company guidance is above the mean estimate of the analysts, we classify the guidance as positive. If the company guidance is below the mean estimate of the analysts, we classify the guidance as negative. At this point in time, 82 companies in the S&P 500 have issued EPS guidance for the fourth quarter. Of these 82 companies, 55, or 67%, have issued positive EPS guidance for the quarter. This percentage is well above the five-year average of 32%. However, it should be noted that the overall number of companies issuing EPS guidance for the fourth quarter is well below the five-year average of 104. Therefore, it's likely that a number of S&P 500 companies that might otherwise be providing guidance are not providing guidance due to uncertainty about the future impacts of COVID-19. Because of the net upward revisions to earnings estimates, the estimated year-over-year earnings decline for the fourth quarter is smaller now relative to the end of last week and relative to the start of the fourth quarter. As of today, the S&P 500 is expected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings of 9.9%, compared to a year-over-year decline in earnings of 10.1% last week, and a year-over-year decline in earnings of 12.7% back on September 30th. Upward revisions to estimates and positive surprises reported by companies in the information technology, financials, and consumer staple sectors were mainly responsible for the small decrease in the overall earnings decline for the index during the past week. 
If 9.9% is the actual decline for the quarter, it will mark the third largest year-over-year -year decline in earnings reported by the index since the third quarter of 2009, trailing only the first and second quarters of this year. It will also mark the seventh time in the past eight quarters in which the index has reported a year-over-year -year decline in earnings. Four sectors are projected to report year-over-year -year earnings growth, led by the healthcare and material sectors. Seven sectors are projected to report a year-over-year -year decline in earnings, led by the energy, industrials, and consumer discretionary sectors. Looking at future quarters, analysts project a return to earnings growth of 15.5% in the first quarter of 2021. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 21.9, which is above both the 5-year average and the 10-year average. And during the upcoming week, seven S&P 500 companies, including Dow 30 component Nike, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. So to summarize our preview of the fourth quarter earnings season, analysts and companies have increased their expectations for earnings for the fourth quarter. As a result, estimated earnings for the S&P 500 for the fourth quarter are higher now relative to the start of the quarter. Despite this increase, the index is still expected to report the third largest year-over-year -year decline in earnings in 10 years due to the impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Earnings growth is expected to return in the first quarter of 2021. Now let's move on to our first topic of the week, which is the expected decline in earnings for the S&P 500 for all of 2020. So as of today, the estimated earnings decline for the S&P 500 for 2020 is 13.7%. This percentage is below the 10-year average annual earnings growth rate of 10%. If 13.7% is the actual decline for the year, it will mark the largest annual earnings decline reported by the index since 2008, when the index reported a year-over-year -year decline of 25.5%. The unusually large decrease in earnings can be attributed to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries in the index. At the sector level, four sectors are projected to report year-over-year -year growth in earnings, led by the healthcare sector. Seven sectors are expected to report a year-over-year -year decline in earnings, led by the energy, industrials, consumer discretionary, and financial sectors. The healthcare sector is expected to report the highest year-over-year -year earnings growth rate of all 11 sectors at 10.5%. At the industry level, five of the six industries in this sector are predicted to report earnings growth. Four of these five industries are projected to report double-digit earnings growth. These industries are life sciences, tools, and services, biotechnology, healthcare providers and services, and pharmaceuticals. On the other hand, the energy sector is expected to report the largest year-over-year -year decline in earnings of all 11 sectors at 107.2%. Lower oil prices are helping to drive the decline in earnings for the sector, as the average price of oil in 2020 to date is 32% lower than the average price of oil in 2019. At the sub-industry level, all five sub-industries in this sector are projected to report a decline in earnings, Three of these sub-industries are predicted to report an earnings decline of more than 100%. These three sub-industries are oil and gas refining and marketing, integrated oil and gas, and oil and gas exploration and production. And now let's move on to our second topic of the week, which is the bottom-up target price for the S&P 500 for 2021. With 2020 coming to a close, analysts are making predictions for the closing price for the S&P 500 for next year. A number of market strategists, typically using a top-down approach, believe the S&P 500 will close at or above 4,000 by the end of 2021. To industry analysts, using a bottom-up approach, 
also believe the S&P 500 will close at or above 4,000 at the end of 2021? Well, the answer is yes. Industry analysts in aggregate predict the S&P 500 will have a closing price of about 4,000 in the next 12 months. The bottom-up target price for the index is calculated by aggregating the immediate target price estimates based on company-level target price estimates submitted by industry analysts for all the companies in the index. On December 10th, the bottom-up target price for the S&P 500 was 4,000, which is 9% above Thursday's closing price of 3668.10. At the sector level, the consumer discretionary sector is expected to see the largest price increase. On the other hand, the energy sector is expected to see the smallest price increase. However, it is important to note that industry analysts have historically overestimated the closing price of the index at the start of each year. From 2005 to 2019, the average difference between the bottom-up target price estimate at the beginning of the year and the final price for the index for that same year has been 9.3%. In other words, industry analysts on average have overestimated the final price of the index by about 9% one year in advance during the past 15 years. Analysts overestimated the final value in 12 of the 15 years and underestimated the final value in the other three years. However, this 9.3% average includes one year, 2008, in which there was a substantial difference between the bottom-up target price estimate at the start of the year and the closing price for the end of the year. For that year, the difference was 92%. If 2008 were excluded, the average difference between the bottom-up target price at the start of the year and the closing price of the index at the end of the year would only be 3.4%. If one applies the average overestimation of 9.3% to the current 2021 target price, the expecting closing value for 2021 would be about 3,628, which would be about 1% below Thursday's closing price. If one applies the average overestimation of 3.4%, excluding 2008, the estimated closing value for 2021 would be about 3,864, which is 5% above Thursday's closing price. Thus, although industry analysts believe the S&P 500 will finish 2021 at a price of 4,000, they also have overestimated the closing price of the index 80% of the time over the past 15 years. For 2020, despite the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of companies, it appears industry analysts will have underestimated the closing price for the index back at the start of 2020. Therefore, will the 2021 target price prediction of the industry analysts fall the historical average of the past 15 years or buck the trend like 2020? This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, Stay tuned for next week's edition of the Facts at Earnings Insight podcast.